BJ Smith, and this is the Tech Media Podcast, live inside Internet Summit. This is a podcast where I'll bring you on the inside for a close-up look at Internet Summit Raleigh, including live interviews with speakers and guests during the event. We'll talk about what's hot in the digital industry and bring you advice from the top experts. Internet Summit Day 2. I've got Melanie Diesel from Time, Inc. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Hey, so we talk a lot of content marketing here. Um, and it's interesting. I've had a lot of cool conversations, I think. It's so much fun to see people as jazzed about content marketing and finally getting it that, you know, banner ads aren't necessarily the way, the truth, and the life, you know, right? Definitely. So <laughs> what's going on in content strategy? You know, it's really fun. I, I really love being here and, and talking to this group. This is a particularly lively and engaged group. It's made it a lot of fun, a lot of really yeah. good questions. Um, I think what's been interesting about this group here is that it seems to be a lot more local folks, a lot more small businesses who are really asking important questions about how to do it at scale with a small budget or, um, you know, if these same rules of content marketing apply when you're a small business or you're just looking for a local audience. So it's a, always a, a good challenge to have those different questions like that and have to think about it in a different context. So it's good to see that folks, even at a smaller level where you might not expect, you know, are really asking the tough questions and, and looking to keep up with the trends and, and follow different ways of marketing. Yeah. So do the same rules apply? I think they do. Yeah. I think, you know, when you're when you have the liberty of working at a big publisher like I do or at a big brand like some of the ones we work with, um, you, you have a little bit of the benefit of throwing some money at the problem. You know, you could buy your scale. You don't necessarily have to have it inherent in what you do, um, which is a good thing, but, you know, can also be a challenge. So I think when you really have to work on a lean budget, you have to think really creatively. It allows you to come up with better content ideas and to really leverage the resources you have in-house. So, for example, I was talking earlier to a woman who um, works in communications for a local university, and she was saying, you know, obviously they don't have a big budget just for content marketing. Right. And so it's cool to think about, you you know, when you think about the departments in a university, how many, how much talent and how many resources they have in-house, you know, having journalism students, you know, who are looking for projects anyway, help to come up with some of the blog content or, you know, record videos or, you know, you have your head of dining services come up with a Monday microwave recipe, you know, uh -huh. things like that. So think about the talent you have in-house and ways that you can leverage them without having to, you know, employ a whole special team. I think that's a really, a really great strategy, especially if you're working on a shoestring budget. Right. How do you deal with companies who may not have a, an interesting topic or an interesting uh, product, you know. I, I actually, I, I poked my head in on uh, the roundtable that you were part of, and I heard something about granola bars earlier. <laughs> I mean, how do you... How do you get people to build content around such things? Yeah, it's tough. I think when you um, when you find yourself bogged down and having to talk too much about your product, it's really easy to kind of lose the spark, you know, because that stuff, is, it tends to be pretty dry. It doesn't leave a lot of room for creativity. Even if you have a cool product, there's only so many features you can talk about or so many price points you can mention, you know. Um, so I really encourage people to think about other layers, you know, think of your area of authority as concentric circles. You know, in the center is your products and services, and that conversation is really important. But at the next layer, you have how your product is used. And that lets you have more of a lifestyle conversation. You know, what processes are you a part of? What problems are you solving for your audience? And then the outer layer, 
being how you make people feel. You know, that's why Red Bull is able to have conversations about adventure sports and Dove is talking to us about confidence and natural beauty. Um, you know, they're having those product conversations, but they're also taking a step back to those outer layers and having more lifestyle conversations. And that lets you maybe step away from, you know, maybe the, some of the drier or more overplayed facts of your product and let you have a, a different kind of conversation with your audience. You know, with a, and that's interesting the way you said that because you just got me thinking the different uses for content marketing is the goal. I mean, I imagine with a Red Bull, the type of content that they're constantly putting out, mm-hmm. you know, the, the extreme sports and all that, there's, they, they're building an audience that's going to keep coming back. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of products, you talk about, the, you, you just cannot, if you're going to build an audience that's going to keep coming back, you can't just continue to talk about yourself and your features and, and, yeah. and all of this stuff. You got to yeah. build the loyalty somehow. Yeah, and I, I always make the analogy of it's sort of like dating, right? You know, if you're that content marketer who only talks about your products and services, you're the guy in the bar who walks in and only talks about himself, you know? And I might listen to you for a little while to be polite, but, you know, you're not going to spend a lot of time with that guy. Nobody likes that guy. Yeah. So you want to be the person who's asking questions of your audience. You know, what are you interested in? What are your passions? Here's some of the stuff that I really love. Here, you know, you introduce your friends. Well, introduce your partners and your, you know, your collaborators, you know, other companies or nonprofits that you might work with partnerships that you have talk about the things that you really care about instead of just listing facts about yourself and you're much more likely to have a meaningful relationship with someone once when you have more of a slower approach that talks about more dynamic things than just you know your your resume smart that's smart you have a native ad newsletter that you're working on can you tell us about that i do yeah um so i found that the native ad community, it's kind of this tiny corner of the industry. You know, there's a lot of folks who touch on it, but very few people who work in it all the time. And um, it has a tendency to be isolating because we're sort of, you know, half marketers, half storytellers, and we don't really fit in fully with, with either group. So um, I created the Overlap League, which is for folks who exist in the overlap of the advertising and marketing world and the, and the journalism and storytelling world. Um, and so it's a biweekly newsletter, and it includes recent examples that are, you know, worth emulating and why. It includes best news from around the industry. Um, um, you know, pulled from different sources. And then it also includes a lot of jobs and event listings. And most oh, of those wow. come from within the community, which has been really cool, you know, to have people reaching out and saying, hey, you know, I'm hiring an editor of branded content or a branded video producer. Could you share it in the newsletter? So it's a small audience, but it's a really engaged audience. It's building a nice little network of, that's uh, you know, very. it's probably going to end, end up being very tight knit. Yeah. Know, because everybody is, is so focused on that niche, right? Definitely. And it, it allows, I mean, the, the good thing is that it allows me to be really helpful. I think that's um, one of the things that happens a lot is people say, I'm getting into native advertising or I'm curious, I want to try it with my business. And they say, well, you know, where can I start? What can I read? And the problem is that because we're such a, I mean, we're very, you know, gr- we're growing and budgets are growing, but it's still kind of a niche and there's not one go-to place. You know, you have some articles here, some there. There's no real central place to find all the information. So I thought I might be able to bring some value by curating that and saying, well, here's what I'm reading. Here's the examples I think are great. And here's some jobs from my friends, you know, so check this out. So where do you find the newsletter? Uh, so you can sign up for the newsletter at overlapleague.com. Overlapleague.com. That's right. Nice and easy. Yeah, easy enough. Melanie Diesel from Time, thanks for hanging out today. Yeah, thanks for having me here. The Tech Media Podcast Inside Internet Summit. Be sure to subscribe for more great interviews. Thank you.